0: Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. This is your extra show for the week. My name is Cameron Bell. I'm your host as always on Extra. And I'm here to talk to you about um, an interesting game in Europe, which I think is fair to say, and an even more interesting game which is happening domestically. And the reason for that game is because I've asked one of the big guns from Heart and Hand. It is the boss himself, Mr. David Edgar, to join me. David, thank you for coming on to Extra. Um, A rare appearance, but um, absolutely worthwhile nonetheless. It's great to have you.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd say it was a pleasure, but given what we witnessed
0: uh, in Eindhoven, not so much. Yeah, this this has the possibility of getting a little bit ranty, so if you just want to skip ahead for the next ten or fifteen minutes, feel free to do so. But David, all joking aside, unfortunately, let's slip let the let's rip the plaster off. A really disappointing night in Holland last night, as you mentioned. Um a five-one game, which I think, if I'm perfectly honest for you, were not for Jack Butland, could have went into double figures. Um obviously we're were uh a good number of hours after it. We've we've witnessed the fallout. There was obviously some immediate reaction. I don't ever enjoy seeing games like that. I hate seeing performances like that in terms of where we're at from a Rangers' perspective. How are you feeling now? Have you settled down a bit, or are you, are you still in a little bit of a kind of anger mood?
1: Yeah, I think it'll take a wee while to wipe it away, and I think the the fact that it's an old fun game um, probably means that you can't wallow in it too much because we'll all be, you know, getting the battle fever on for it. Regardless, it doesn't matter the circumstances uh, that uh, that becomes priority regardless of where you are, but. I haven't had a drink in 14 years and it was still a sobering performance for me because (laughs) I was slightly taken aback at just how poor Rangers were. And some people might say, well, you know, we've not been great all season. There's a difference between not playing as well as you think you can and then just being inept. And there were large parts of that performance last night that were thoroughly inept. And I, I think firstly, first and foremost... I think that I struggle to see what the formation was expected to do, what the plan was there. Then whatever it was, it was very badly executed. Then basic things that in any football match you would expect, shape, organisation, people picking up runners, people not making the same mistake time after time, all of that was lacking. And then it was finished up with terrible game management, such as you get yourself back into position to to maybe put them under a bit of pressure at 2-1 when they've been absolutely coasting. And we've all seen in football matches a side that think they've got the job done, switch off a bit. It, it can be hard for them to turn back on, but we immediately, and I do mean immediately, give away a stupid foul in a dangerous area. And then we've got a row of defenders standing watching as PSV nodding a third. And then after that, you know really to just compound it, the heads go completely, the heads go at 3-1 and we end up losing 5-1, as you say, could have been worse conceding in the own goal, a laughable uh, you know, disgraceful goal that just summed up everything that went wrong on the night it was a horrible display there's there's nothing that you can take out of that uh, without really having to, to grasp at straws and I think that we've got to be Honest about what we witnessed last night, it, it was absolutely dire. Really, uh, I I think that the Rangers support, believe it or not, I think the Rangers support are in their heart. You know, we can all get a bit angry after a after a big loss. I think that in our hearts, we're all reasonable. Had we gone over there and lost 2-1, um, I think most Rangers fans would have gone. Do you know what? Fair enough. PSV are a bit better than us. As disappointing as it is, right? As sore as it it, it would be. It's the manner of the defeat. There are ways, if you have to lose, that you do. The team actually got praised, and that's why I I do think that I'm being accurate when I I describe the Rangers support. I think the team did get praised after the first game because we felt they went out there and they left it all on the field. They didn't do that last night. None of them can say, well, the exception of Jack Butlin, none of them can say, I don't think I could have done any better there. And that is what's disappointing. And then on top of that, as I say, I mentioned systems. I think the manager got it it badly wrong. I think he then got it wrong with waiting to make substitutes too late. Um, I think everyone from the coaching staff down has had a real horror show last night.
0: It feels like whenever we have a bad night, we talk about sometimes when we concede goals, right, that we talk about a series of errors, like there's a few points of failure. And I think last night, um, it's tough to be able to quantify who had the largest percentage of blame. People will naturally look towards a manager, naturally look towards this kind of starting lineup. I, I don't rem- remember or recall any real pushback from most people in various chats and online, and etc. as well, to say that Rabbi Matondo shouldn't have started. Um, but then it moves away from as you rightly say, a, a question mark around the formation and around the setup in and the blueprint, um, which was something that Beal has tried to hang his hat on in terms of a design. He wants to be able to try and come in and do that because we knew it was missing under Van Bronckhurst. And then we move into, and, I, and I'm going to completely exclude Jack Butlin from any kind of form of, of, of criticism that I'm about to lay out on the field here because I think he was exceptional last night. Some of the saves, frankly, had no right to make. Um, I don't blame him whatsoever for the own goal. Um, I, I think that's entirely... And I have seen people say, Butland shouldn't have played it to Goldson, but I think as a centre-half you're told, you never play it back to the keeper at Pace. You never play between have the sticks. Yeah, yeah exactly. he, he
1: shouldn't have done that, but that's still um, a minor error that should have been dealt yeah. with anyway.
0: But there's too many players last night, David. I think as, as, as you saw the game unfold, where I think you know we were all speaking about it, where you're just like, you could have just thrown a ring over a player and said, he's not having a good game. Uh, Cifuentes, uh, you know, again, has come in, he started really brightly in his career at Rangers. I thought he was terrible last night. Um, He looked devoid of confidence. I, I think I'd said to you during the game, actually, he needs to be able to get the ball and Calm down a little bit ideally in a non-vulnerable area of the pitch so that obviously if he makes a mistake it doesn't hurt us but he needs to be able to take care of the ball better but then I could I've lifted and shifted that criticism to almost anyone else within the team there was times where um, we knew that that, uh, that back line of PSV could be got at, and we had got some joy the previous week from it I think I'm not saying that it was mistakes that led to it. We had to create some great chances last week to be able to score it. Obviously, look like, you know, at the Dessers pass to Matondo, etc. A great finish from him. But when we were trying to hit the ball in the break, when we were looking to be able to play a ball through to an on-rushing Rabi Matondo, every single time it felt like as if that just wasn't going to happen. Um, I think the main challenge for me in terms of how we recover from this, because this is now about recovery, I think you're right about the Ranger support. I think we can accept. It felt a lot to me like the dialogue shifted because when we had drawn PSV, we saw what they did to Sturm We knew that there was obviously history there. PSV were stoking that fire about being able to try and put us out, but we also knew what levels financially they operate in. So we knew it'd be a tough challenge. We get to the two all uh, draw in the first tie, uh, first leg of the tie, and then it, it invigorates hope in us. And I still think now after last night's abysmal performance and result, Rangers fans are, as you rightly say, willing to say, well, that's not really a level that we know that we can operate at fully. It's not a massive surprise. It's very disappointing and we could do far better. But because of, you know, a collective performance, both on and off the field, in terms of what Rangers tried to produce last night, it led us to being turned over. No one wants to see it. No one likes it. I totally get it. The big shift now has to be for me, David, how he gets a response from these players going into Sunday because I don't believe in this rah-rah and this noise around, you know, if he loses on Sunday, his job's at risk, etc. He's not going anywhere if he loses on Sunday. Let's be completely honest. What he does need to be able to do, however, is show us that he can get a response from these players based on, you know, that, that terrible night last night.
1: He won't get sacked if we don't win on Sunday, no, because the the club have invested through him and backed him, so that's not going to happen. But he will lose the support. There's a lot that are teetering at best on that. So he has to win. He hasn't won a big game yet domestically. and I know people will say the 3 nil at the end of the season at least got him an Old fun victory, but it was a fairly meaningless Old fun game if such a thing exists. He has to win. We're at home, you know, us being bad last night didn't make Celtic any better. They still have their issues, but nor are they, uh, you know, suddenly just uh, a complete set of diddies. That's not true either. They'll be up for it as well. They'll see it as an opportunity. But all the advantage lies with us and the fact that it is at Ibrox. But uh, I think that for his, for his future, he has to give the Rangers fans something. That we can hold on to and that, that we can believe in and see his progress the issue has been so far people are struggling to see what the identity of the team is people are struggling to see quite what the plan is um i i don't believe he knows what his best side is yet uh, i don't think that that's the case if you look at the way the signings have come in the one that people are understandably picking up on is where we've bought a lot of strikers and yet we only seem to play one of them which is Fair enough, I think. And, you know, you mentioned there about the, the the game and about Cifuentes. Now, Cifuentes has looked okay domestically when he's come in playing in his more natural role, which is a, an attack-minded box-to-box midfielder. In the PSV games, we asked him to sit and be disciplined uh, on the right side of a defence to cover a lot of defensive stuff, and he struggled. Now, PSV's press, front to back, and I... I, I a signal identity point of a Peter Bosch team is that they're excellent pressing. They do it collectively. They and you could see it front to midfield to front. PSV are very, very good. So you weren't going to get time. You, there wasn't a non-dangerous area to have the ball in because they're on you and they'll try to get it off you quickly and then they'll spring and they've got that lightning pace on the flanks and their big outball and Luke de Jong. So it's a, a different type of test. You can't stop PSV being good at the press. What you have to be as a side is good when you have possession, brave when you have possession, which we weren't, and accurate in your passing, which we most certainly weren't. Uh, and even then, they, they might still... That's what I mean about you, you could lose a game to a side like PSV. That can happen because they're good at what they do. But we made it easy for them, and we didn't counter what they did, and we got panicked by this by this constant press. And that led to to issues and so fuentes had two poor games there's no getting away from it um but nobody else was taking the responsibility one of the things that concerns me is our lack of width i think we've mentioned that um before i think we've said the manager seems to be playing this narrow formation and the width he, he mentioned in both legs we didn't get our full backs forward the way we would like to our fullbacks aren't the fullbacks that they were in 2020. They're older. They've got a lot more miles on the clock. Connor Goldson is the wrong side of thirty. He's not the player he was three years ago either. He's got a lot of miles on the clock, and that's what exposed us. John Souter, I think, will be fine domestically, but last night he looked a bit out of his depth. There's no doubt about it. He had a tough game over the two uh, over the two legs, um, and all of these are are concerns now there's no magic wand that will suddenly make all of these issues go away there is a magic wand that will buy you a bit of time to work on these issues to make them go away and it's an old firm victory but even so these are things that that will have to be addressed when we go into the Europa League for example where okay we're not going to play Champions League sides and god on the basis of what we witnessed last night uh that that could have been very, very painful to watch. But you're still going to come up against good technical sides. You're still going to come up against sides that if you give the ball away have got the potential to hurt you very quickly. And that's my issue with what we're doing defensively. Defensively last night Rangers were a shambles. Let's, you know, not spot ears about that. Rangers were an absolute shambles. I think if you look at the the third goal, the, the real killer goal, the one that just sucked all the life and belief it is. And as I say, our heads went immediately after it. Um, Rangers have got a line of defenders. I think I counted eight. PSV have only got four players in the box. Luke Dion gets the header. And at the back post, uh, Saliba, who's already scored two headers against us, is free if he doesn't get it because nobody's doing their job. And if you look at the goals in the second half in particular, there's a lot of Rangers players around each of them, and they're they're not affecting the play in the slightest. They're all ball-watching. And it was a collective howler. It really was. So what do we expect to see come Sunday? Well, you've got to be, first of all, better organised. You have to win your duels. I thought that Luke de Jong absolutely slapped conor goldson a bit last night unfortunately i thought he had him in his pocket he just completely disorientated him and of course the goals are, if you like unfortunately be uh, very symptomatic or very symbolic rather of that the own goal um because i thought they all bullied him last night um so you know you you're not going to come up against that level of team in scotland as we know but it still doesn't mean that you shouldn't be trying to get better at obvious flaws that a good ruthless team exposed yes but they're still flaws and, and even limited sides will look to to work on those if you defend the way we defended against anyone you'll concede goals if you defend the way we defended against a good side you'll concede a hat uh, a hatful full of goals and that's exactly what we did so there needs to be a reaction, obviously. You know, that goes without saying. There would need to be no matter who we were playing. But it's a big match. It's a strange old firm match and I don't think I can remember a time where two old firm managers went into the match under so much pressure. Certainly not recently anyway, because both managers, I think, have got a lot to prove to their respective fan bases at the moment. So it's going to be strange in that sense. And it's a match really that neither of of them can afford to lose. But from our point of view, we've got to do better in key areas. We've got to try and figure out, I think, a way of playing that fits in the players that we've brought in. Because what we witnessed last night, as I say, you, you take those errors, you take those flaws, even against limited sides, they'll exploit it on occasion. And against good sides, they'll really punish you. And that's that's what we saw, and it, and it was brutal what we what we witnessed.
0: There's elements to that. Listen, I, I agree with all of that, and and I think that there's there's obviously a lot to unpack there in terms of the shifting narrative around where we know that we can be to a certain extent outclassed, but when we contribute towards our own downfall. Again, like I say, I think it leads into the frustrations that we're all feeling. There's, There's got to be an element of that, however, where as much as I believe that, you know, the manager can reflect on what he's done, the, the, the squad have to be able to look at that. And what I think Sunday presents us with, because I do want to remain positive with it. I know that you can be a bit doom and gloom and listen, you know, last night <laughs> I wasn't in the mood for talking to anyone. But... Now looking at it in a little bit more of the, kind of the light of day and looking towards Sunday in terms of what it, it can mean for them, I think the reason as to why there is so much uh, importance placed on it for both managers is I think it recovers a Celtic fan base, which right now has got a lot of questions that it's asking this early on in the season. And for us, it's asking a question around, you know, the managers had investment, there's some questions around the fact that he's he's for whatever reason the certain players not starting. I'm not gonna necessarily focus too much on the front line, because I do think Rabbi Matondo David has played his way into that starting lineup. Right. I think that's totally fair. But I think there's questions around, you know, do you start Danilo, do you do you look at starting Sima Desers uh, Lammer's rather than probably just seeing a repetition of what we've seen at the moment just now, where it's almost Dessert right from the get-off. Danilo is coming on as a sub at some stage. And again, like I say, we've we've provided the manager with that context. But even aside from his selections and from his signings, because I don't think we expect much more business to happen before the window closes tomorrow. The most important thing he has to do now is be able to try and look for leaders within that squad to recover that team. Yeah,
1: the forwards thing is odd because he spent the guts of his spend on three players, Lammers, Danilo and, and Dessels. And it's only really Dessels who's featuring at the moment, the others coming off the bench. I can't imagine that was the case. I can't imagine he, he spent a big chunk of his budget to sit two players on the bench constantly, the three of them. So that's a strange one. Um, In terms then of... Uh, the, the, the other areas, the leaders, yeah, I mean, those are all things that, that you need and they may emerge through time, but it's it's something you need quite quickly. I just think that, you know, the team got absolutely torn apart at an early stage. There are issues in terms of selections at the moment, such as Cantwell seems to be playing a different place every game. Um, where I think it's quite clear where he's most important to us. So, you know, at the weekend, for example, I would go with, you know, if you like almost a more traditional four three three, I'd go with Matondo on the left and Simo on the right and use the pace and go with a midfield of Jack Raskin and Campwell. Because I think then that that's that that shows you the, the that's a system that I understand and maybe that's me just as a fan saying well I get that 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 makes sense to me but that's not what he's been attempting he's been attempting this narrow formation a diamond quite often you know somebody playing off the striker and and it hasn't really worked so far um to any great extent bits within games I suppose if I'm being unfair um And I just think that at the moment we're trying a lot of stuff and that concerns me because surely these guys were brought in with a plan as to where they were going to play. Uh, And not all of them were signed as starters, I get that. But you would think that the the ones the money was spent on the forwards in particular were bought with a plan and to play together. And and by the opening day at Kilmarnock, I think we haven't really seen, I don't think, Lammers has started. So it's... There's a, there's a lot of questions and they're not going to go away if we beat Celtic. It's just everybody will be a bit calmer in terms of right. Let's let's see what happens from here on in. Uh, it's it's a massive game. I don't think you can overestimate just quite how important it is to to Michael Beale personally because he needs. I mean it's important to all of us obviously, but I mean in terms of his career at Rangers, it's huge. If he loses this game, then belief in him is. Going to be gone for the vast majority of ranger supporters. That's just a fact because they will have lost every single big challenge that's come his way. And I do think that players can start slowly or go through dips in forms and come back. I think once a crowd gives up on a manager, it's very difficult. um And there's the other incentive: if we were to beat Celtic at the weekend, a lot of their support will give up on their manager. So there's an incentive for you straight away. You can really apply pressure there. Uh, something we haven't been able to do enough in the past two seasons of applying pressure at the right times to Celtic and letting them get comfortable uh, and then be able to relax and you know, we we know how it's ended up. So, yeah, I do expect a reaction from them. I think that's the least the supporters we can expect. Um, I don't know why Ryan Jack didn't start last night unless it was with a view to Sunday. That's the only thing I can think of. Similarly, Raskan coming off, um, I could only assume was, right, well, we're starting to think about Sunday because Sifuentes was, as you say, having a bit of a mare. Uh, it, it does come down to, there is really just one thing to do now, and that's win Sunday. And it won't change some of the things that I've mentioned there, as I say, such as defensive organisations, such as perhaps ageing players in key positions. Uh, the conundrum about who plays where, all of that, but it'll buy them a bit of time and two weeks in the training ground to try and resolve some of it, because I think that fans can potentially accept that, well, we're trying a lot of new things and we've brought in, uh, and we ran into a good team uh, just as we're trying to to figure it out, but they won't domestically, because we should have had something figured out by now domestically. I keep going back to it, but it's true. We're at home. We've got 50,000 Rangers fans in that stadium. It's not the Celtic of last season that were flying and full of confidence. You have to win it. You just, you've just you got no other option. You have to win it. And then, strangely enough, as I say, you'll be getting Celtic fans saying exactly the same thing about their side, that they've got to go and get a result in this particular match because you know, Rangers have just been cuffed and there's pressure on their manager. It's a, a strange old form in that regard
0: yeah and i think it 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 kind of moves because if you look a little bit kind of further afield in terms of what happens if we were to win that game i think you know that there still has to be a lot of work done i still think that the manager does have to be able to solidify answers to some of the questions that he's been asked which you know again can only really be done uh with results and I think that last night was difficult because of the manner of the defeat in terms of how we performed. I think we can accept it, but when you have an old firm game that's around the corner and what I think is a Celtic team that has certainly wobbled, and I'm not downplaying I think you said earlier on, you know, we're not saying, for example, that this is a poor Celtic team. I don't believe that whilst they've had changes all of a sudden that, you know, they've went from great to dirge overnight. I don't believe that happens, but... I think it also creates its own pressure onto the team if we get a win against them. Because you're right, you know they, their, their fans will turn against them like we would with a manager um, if, if Michael Beal loses on Sunday as well. So it will swing in a particular direction. I think if Michael Beal wins, and then you probably see the ripple effect of the next stone coming into the pond of beating Livingston in a League Cup, progressing through that stage, then I think that being able to try and settle everybody down that's the benefit that we've seen Celtic, um, you know, get previously, where they've they've been able to win a cup early doors, and it just puts it on the scoreboard. And I think that that's something that we can certainly look at. I think if he also fails to do that, then I think you know people will absolutely be clamouring for change. But we just have to be able to. To address that when we kind of come to it. In terms of the transfer window closing, uh, David, obviously um, on our Patreon site, we've got some, some great content regarding the transfer shows. The boys are doing a live broadcast um, in the next, I think it's, uh, is it tomorrow night that they're doing it? Friday night. Uh, Friday night uh, in terms of the window. So make sure that you don't miss that, folks, in terms of just catching up with it. David, is there any other signings that you'd like to be able, or any other positions that you feel that we should be addressing uh, in terms of incoming players?
1: We need a centre back. Now, from what the manager said after the match, it doesn't look as though one's going to come in. And partially that's because we haven't been able to shift Ben Davis. But it is leaving us short in that area, I think. And it could be something that that we end up regretting. I think we should try and move and, and get someone in for that position. But at the moment, at the time of recording, we can only go on what, has been publicly said and that's you know they don't expect any incomings Uh the end of the day he was he was back. he got the players he wanted he needs to produce better than what we witnessed last night and yeah look I'm realistic I think as a fan I go back to as you said if we beat Celtic that could you know kick start us and push us on a wee bit you're not going to run into a PSV domestically, that's also a fact Um, but you have to do better in terms of your levels all across the pitch and the coach has to do better in terms of getting those levels up right across the pitch Um, you mentioned the League Cup there, I think for a lot of fans rather understandably that's become non-negotiable I think that's, we have to win it and we do, we haven't won it for far too long um, we've got a home tie in the quarters and then you're off to Hamden with the biggest impediment to us winning this t- trophy no longer in it you you have to win it um, and we can't though unfortunately because we haven't been winning enough to, 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 to be nonchalant about it. Yeah we'll definitely win that we haven't, you know, we haven't proved that that's the case. So there are short term goals if you like but you know, right now as we said as we record this pretty much everything comes down to Sunday it will it will be a pivotal game in the season you won't win or lose the league on Sunday I, I absolutely understand that but the effect that it could have within the season on either side is enormous, it's absolutely huge and I don't think that we should downplay that um, you know, whoever loses, I'm sure will be coming out afterwards the same well, It's only September the first. Or... Yeah,
0: it's, it's lots September of football still to be played.
1: Rather, yeah, and and under and, and they're technically right, but it's the the mentality that it can create, it's the boost that it can give, it's the damage it can do. All of those are huge factors in this match. Um, so at the moment, it's difficult to to look beyond Sunday because the picture I think radically changes one way or the other, depending on the result on Sunday
0: And uh, you've got the added bonus of going straight into an international break immediately thereafter, so it festers, I think, you know, in terms of whatever result comes out with that, because, you know, you sit and you're waiting on it, and then you're waiting on the domestic football being able to try and come back, which you know, again, when you're in that international break, it always feels like as if it's a lifetime before it comes comes into it, so yeah listen, I think we've 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 covered that Really fairly, I think, as I say, we have to um, move beyond the disappointment of last night because, you know, we've talked a little bit around the, the team being able to try and recover within that. Something which I think that um, Steven Gerrard was excellent be able to do. You know, you think about back to 2019 and losing the League Cup final due to an offside goal. We came back and obviously won at Parkhead. And now, those same players, because there's still plenty of them within that squad, need to be able to ensure that they see that recovery of it. And then for our new signings, making their old firm debut, I think the most important thing, David, is if, if they are involved, we just need to ensure that they don't get overawed by the occasion. That's really, really important. And I, I expect, and again, I, I never want to sound entitled as a Rangers fan, but I do expect that the guys who have played in these games before are absolutely guiding those that haven't through it, supporting them, making sure that, like you say, we absolutely get the best out of them because we can't see them just, you know, caught like a rabbit in the headlights, which has happened in the past. It has, but it
1: shouldn't in this particular game because of the way that the the crowd are set up for our players anyway, because there are 50,000, and let's not kid ourselves here, uh, yes, the atmosphere, had it been St Mirren at home on Sunday, would probably have been fairly low after Wednesday night. That won't be the case and they'll get nothing but non-stop back, and it should lift you and yeah the game will be 100 miles an hour here in scare and we know that but it won't be the same as if it was if it was at parkhead or even if they had you know the Broomlin. the games are slightly different now with the way that the the, the tickets are, are dispersed so uh, th- there is no excuse on Sunday, not to go out there and get the result, there really isn't. Um, you've got to go out there, you've got to play a lot better than you did the other night. You've got to be braver than you were the other night, uh, and you've got to be deadly focused. I think on making it up to the Ranger support after what was an embarrassing performance and result in Eindhoven. So, the you know the incentive for our players is is quite clear. First of all, those all the stuff we've talked about in terms of. Trying to get to a position where we're going to be able to win a league title that's obviously huge three points against your biggest rivals is obviously huge but you should also be viewing it as a fantastic opportunity to almost escape deserved criticism for that shit show in in holland that if you win, such is the reality of, and I'm I'm sure there'll be listeners going, well, you know, it won't change anything for me, but the reality is, for the vast majority of fans, if Rangers win on Sunday, then it will buy them a lot of space, a lot of room to to kind of develop and grow and, and just breathe, if you like, for a couple of weeks, as you mentioned, Delta International Week again. If you lose, then the criticism that comes down will be savage and continual, so they should be looking at it as an opportunity to go, we've been given this chance to almost, you know, put that one away, put that, that result performance to bed. They have to take it. There's just no other option.
0: Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Interesting point. And the last thing I want to cover on this, David, because again, like I say, we we, we haven't yet had the, the presser yet, uh, was around potential options if we have to use them at left back. Um, Borna Barisic obviously went off uh, just after half-time last night, looked like a calf strain. However, he did look fairly mobile when he was going off. We haven't had any real news regarding the extent of the injury and, and, and what that could theoretically mean. But if it's the case that we're told that he can't feature, um, do we look towards uh, Dijon Sterling again? Did he do enough for you last night, do you think, at the moment? Yeah, to...
1: he, had a, he had a tough time, Let's yeah. be honest, when he came on you know, the other rangers conceded a lot of goals after he came on down his side wasn't alone in that incidentally but he, he had a tough game if he has to play then it's because you know there is nobody else the only options i think would be him or davis to to play in there. davis naturally isn't uh a fullback, and it would change the way that that we had to line up so you know hopefully barisic is fit to to play in the match if not sterling will have to play but it doesn't matter who's playing on sunday it really doesn't the the attitude has to be the same and the performance level has to be the same go back to something that we said right at the start of the show you need to leave everything out there in certain matches rangers didn't do that in eindhoven they absolutely have to do that on sunday
0: for sure for sure so yeah it will be will be interesting and i think you know it's, it's To use the cliche of the game will take care of itself, but I think it will for all the factors that I think that we've we've discussed. As I say, post Old Firm game, we do go straight into an international break. However, your access to some great Rangers content does not need to stop. You can head on over to our Patreon site, um, patreon.com forward slash heart and hand, and you can hear some absolutely brilliant updates, not only from the Old Firm weekend, but the build up to it. Uh, And again, as I say, delve into some archive content as well to be able to keep you. fulfilled with all of your your Rangers fixes, plus obviously our daily updates in terms of what's happening with the club as well. Um, Thank you to our executive producers in London, Mr. Mike Lee and Mr. Paul Myers. Thank you to our sponsors, Zenith Coins. Please head on over to zenithcoins.com to see some fantastic memorabilia across there. And most importantly, thank you to my guest, Mr. David Edgar. David, um, we will get the battle fever on pretty shortly. I'm fairly sure people, you know, probably from this afternoon into tomorrow are going to start getting into the YouTube reels, all of that kind of stuff. I know I will be um, as much as we say we we, we love them and loathe them all fun weekends or just always something special.
1: Yeah, especially that this is all set up for us, you know. And that that's the way I'm viewing it. Um, go and win, go and do it. it it's not an against the odds or anything like that. It's the game is there to be won. Rangers should win it, in my opinion. Uh, it's down to the players. They need to turn up they need to deliver a performance and they need to deliver three points um it, ball is very much in their court on it uh, if they do that if they turn up and uh, if they right the wrongs if they're all determined of i didn't represent the real me at the weekend i'm going to do it at the, uh, in midweek i'm going to do it at the weekend then we've got every single chance of of picking up the result we need um and make no mistake we do need it so i am expecting a much better performance from Rangers. I think as a as a fan, I think we all have the right to expect a much better performance from them. They let themselves and therefore us down on Wednesday. This is a golden opportunity to make it up and it's one
0: that they've got to take. Relish relish the opportunity. I totally agree. I totally agree. Thank you, folks. Uh, we'll be back with you um, on Flagship on Monday, um, unpacking all of the, the Old Firm game. As I say. We'll have a bit of a break across the Old Firm weekend for our... Um, flagship and extra shows but you can head on over to our patreon site join a fantastic growing community to be able to talk about all things rangers until then we'll speak to you soon thank you bye bye.
1: Podcast Network.